how do we deepen in commitment and steadfastness and hanging in there and the work that it takes to do this work and at the same time have a light touch have a gentle touch with experience as it comes and goes moment to moment how to be willing to do what it takes to come back to the cushion without that commitment becoming stodgy or condensed or thick in the way that can happen sometimes when we give ourselves to hard work. And we can find this out through the experiment, this study of our human nature. How to give time at times in the sitting to deepening and staying with the mindfulness of body breathing. Letting the out-breath take you deeper and show you the landscape of stillness and silence without becoming fixated or grabbing or tight but having a light touch. This lets our practice unfold. This delicacy of the alive encounter, moment to moment. So what I'd like to offer into our reflection this morning is the second reflection on the second foundation of mindfulness. This is one of the main keys to ungluing, to unsticking, to the chitta viveka, the heart-mind that comes unglued from sticking to what comes through. Many of you know the teaching of the second foundation. Some of you don't. But with the alive encounter of practice, we're asked to bring the fresh mind, the beginner's mind, to examine freshly in this moment what does it mean to study in this way. So as much as you're able, listen with the ears of the fresh mind. Even if you're tired. Even if your mind doesn't feel fresh, what does it mean right now to listen as if you've never heard before? Because this is how we learn. This is when something new can happen for us. So the second foundation, this key to ungluing, is known as Vedana, this mindfulness of the feeling tone of all experience. We can at times in our practice pick this up as a whole study in itself. We could spend half a day or a whole day or a whole week or month or we can pick it up from time to time within our practice. What does it offer us? The Buddha, in his precision, pointed out that any experience you have in any moment that is arising will have the characteristic of either being pleasant, pleasing to us, unpleasant, or neither of those two things, period. That's it. That's what you're going to get this week. Pleasant, unpleasant, and neutral, 
experiences. But we call it the New Year's retreat rather than, you know, please come along and have a week of pleasant, unpleasant and neutral experiences. It doesn't sound so interesting to us because we like to, or the untrained mind makes this banana tree deal based on the contact of something that is pleasant, unpleasant or neutral. How do we study this? How can it be a key for ungluing? We can see moment to moment something unpleasant arises in my experience. It might be an unpleasant sound. It might be an unpleasant contact with a physical sensation, a mind state, a feeling, an emotion, a thought. And if I don't register that it's unpleasant, what will happen? The conditioned mind, the untrained mind, is automatically responding to unpleasant in a very compelling way. What do you do when something's unpleasant? We grab it and we try to push it away. We try to distance ourselves from it. And we get busy and entangled and we're glued. We're already glued right there. So for an example might be coughing. It's a good example, isn't it? There's a sound that arises. There's a few of us coughing in the hall. A cough arises. The sound arises in the space of knowing. It's known. Poof, there's that. <coughs> this isn't, I'm not faking this one. It just, it just came for some reason at that moment. <laughs> right. Uh, it comes in that moment. Right. We hear it. And it registers. Somewhere we may feel in the body the kind of grating or something is registered as not pleasant. And then by association, it's a cough, I don't like it, it's not good. And we've grabbed onto this unpleasant sensation. It's already passed. It's already passed. But our mind is still building it. You know that? The banana tree is getting bigger and bigger. And why do they and they shouldn't and and I want to go and, you know, be somewhere else. And We've made a big, big story. The contact has passed. The ungluing. This is what we're studying. Yes, we're going to, we'll take care of our germs as best we can. But, you know, we're, we're human beings. Things happen. Right? What happens if I can hear the contact? I see that it's unpleasant. I also see, wow, look, in a flash, I've made this big story about it. Isn't that incredible? That which is awake and knowing can see the building of the banana tree right there and then. Right there and then we see the contact arises and before I know it, I've grabbed onto it and whoosh, a whole mind-made world is created. That in itself is already the beginning of freedom. That awake seeing of the tree. That which sees the tree is not in the trance. We can breathe out, relax. You are here. You are here. So we can see something about that conditional nature of an unpleasant contact and the wish to grab and push and then get angry or fearful or whatever it might be, the whole thing builds. With the untrained mind, with a pleasant contact, what do you do? Let's say you've got a pleasant sound. Maybe you really loved that chanting last night, right? That lo- the last chant very beautiful and soothing. It had a very pleasant effect in my heart as it was being chanted in my direct experience. Very pleasant. Soft, expanding. With the untrained mind, what we notice is the pleasant arises. And before I know, it's like, right, how do I have some more of that? 
maybe I'll, you know, ask if Nianico can come and live at my house and he can chant to me every morning and then I can, or I can get a tape. Or, and we're building a story, right? And it's, it's not a, a terrible thing, it's beautiful and wholesome, but we realize that it takes us away from the living, the, the, the unmediated, unvarnished, raw, living, direct experience of being human. What is it like to know pleasant as pleasant? And there can be some beautiful things arise that arise in our practice. To let those pleasant things be there. The calm, the ease, the, the bubbling of lightness, the kindness in the heart, the spaciousness at times in the body, the glimpse of something more transparent or easeful. Sometimes there may be the pleasure in our sitting of deepening in the silence. And there's a, a, a sort of sensation of this uh, deep, dark, velvety softness. It's pleasant very often, or it can be towards neutral at times. Can we let those things be there? Because what happens in the moment we grab, or we can see the grabbing, oh, look at this. It's, it's some joy arising, and then whoop, how do I make more of this? Somebody spoke about this in a meeting yesterday. And then we get tight and contracted, and the whole thing falls apart, and we go, oh, darn. Right? How to take our hands off the pleasure as well the beautiful, wholesome pleasure born of meditation and let it work on us. Let it fill us. Let it steep the limbs and do its work on us. But all the while with our hands off and then at times the hands grab and we see the suffering of that. That's the beauty of this study. We see what happens when the mind leans in to grab, to keep for myself, or to push away. Then the world starts to shrink. Our heart starts to shrink. Our mind starts to tighten and shrink because I'm trying to get something for me or I'm trying to push away something that I believe threatens me. Ah, hands off. And we can do that consciously by opening our gaze of attention. When I've grabbed on to that unpleasant contact, it's already passed. Somebody's clothes are really scratchy and they make a noise. and My mind has latched on. Widening the attention. Breathing out, unhooking, unsticking. And the third contact, neither pleasant nor unpleasant. This is very interesting. If we're not in chronic pain or, cr- or chronic bliss, <laughs> a lot of our experience may be neither pleasant nor unpleasant. It's quite Apparently ordinary at first look. What happens with the untrained mind when I'm everything is just okay, nothing terrible is happening, nothing lovely is happening? What happens when your sensations are kind of ordinary and your mind's kind of okay and the food's okay? The untrained mind loses resonance. It stops registering. We lose interest. We kind of back off and space out into some other world of fantasy. The study of the neutral experience is our gateway, an incredible gateway that we often overlook 
to stay in resonance, to keep resonating with that which appears at first, not to offer me anything, nor threaten me anything. The attitude of the untrained mind disappears away, gets bored. Training the mind, hanging in. Oh, wow, this is neutral. This is neither pleasant nor unpleasant. Nothing to flatter me nor destroy me. Can I hang in? Can I breathe? Can I deepen with this? Breathing right to the end of the out-breath very neutral at times at first glance will you let that experience be your teacher and show you something you don't yet know about the mystery of things so at times we see the Vedana the contact in retrospect we're already in the tree we're already eating the fruit and getting sick on the eating too much. Right? Oh, wow. I'm stuck. Okay, what's happening right now? I don't have to go back in my mind what did happen, right? We're not analyzing. But what's actually the, my direct, immediate, raw, unvarnished, living, present experience in this moment? Oh, there's a breath. Oh, there's a pain in my shoulder and an ache in my heart. Okay. Can I breathe? Am I willing to keep coming back? <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> to the living present. In its different guises. Because we know as we practice, we get more and more the understanding and faith that freedom is not found through accumulating the best experience or pushing away a horrible experience. That's the deal. Freedom is unconditioned. That's why it's called freedom. And it's our, our potential, each of us, that's why the Buddha offered this. It's for us to see and study. Yes, we study where we get caught. Why? Because that's part of the key of seeing, the ungluing, the unsticking, that willingness again and again. Yep, it's this. Just this. Breath <coughs> by breath breath. So let's practice together. I'll briefly guide us in <clears throat> and just see what the attitude is right now as you come to sit. <clears throat> right. Or stand, whatever you need. Right. Prepare the body. See if you're already coming in as if you're kind of clocking in for a job you don't like. Right, you got your kind of overcoat on, right, okay. Suppose it's another day of this. I can clock off at nine, maybe quarter to if I'm lucky. Right. Feel that attitude, that kind of thickness in that. But there's something in you that loves truth and freedom or you wouldn't be here. That's what comes to experiment. That's what comes to find out about this human nature. So set up your body, inviting the beginner's mind, because this experience has never happened before. Even if your mind goes, yes it has, right? Yeah, there's a thought, probably has an unpleasant feeling. We stick to that thought, we build a tree, we suffer, and eventually we come back to earth. And that gap can close. We have more choice. We don't have to pick up every contact and try and make home in it. Breathing out. 
widening, letting your arms and legs be filled with awareness. Steady, calming, breath by breath. What can you discover this morning, right now?
May all beings know steadfastness. May all beings know lightness of touch. And may all beings know peace. Too late to say Happy New Year. A um, couple of announcements today. Um, w- w- the groups will start off again after this sitting in a few minutes. Um, and as you can probably tell, the groups often take a little longer than 45 minutes. So we may not be able to get to the sitting on time to lead it. So what we'd like to ask for is... Uh, a, a volunteer practice leader to come sit at the front mm-hmm. at the 10 o'clock sitting and at the 11.30 sitting. Um, would anybody like to, or be willing to? Um, okay, would you like to do the 10? And anyone? Great, Onika, thank you, 11.30. And the 10 o'clock person, I can't remember your name, if you could ring the bell at 10.40 so that those in the next set of groups have a chance to go up. Great, thank you. The other practical thing today, um, Nianiko uh, uh, will or may, depending on you, be joining some of the one-to-one interviews as well. Um, And the way we'd like to work that is it's uh, completely up to you. I can certainly say uh, when I was training and I lived here at IMS and I got the chance to sit in with all kinds of different students and teachers, it was a really helpful broadening of my um, um, training. So, But it's really, you need to feel okay with it and safe with it, so it's completely okay. Plenty of people said no to me wanting to join uh, as the student teacher, uh, being privileged enough to be with that exchange. So... Um, that's a possibility for today. Anything else to say about that? So maybe the way we'll do it is that Nyanako will be outside the room where your interview is about to happen, and when you come in, you can just let the teacher know either way, and then uh, if it's yes, the teacher will go and get Nyanako, and if not, he'll uh, be able to uh, take care of himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's his practice, right? Um, I think that's the two practical things. Oh, coughing and sneezing. That's right. I had a reminder about that. I, I learned that this here. We, we haven't quite got there in my country yet with the coughing and sneezing into your elbow. If we can do that, I think it's uh, helpful for each other. I don't always remember myself. Um, so it can be, please take the honours of practice and we'll do our best. And if you're... Uh, someone who's going, why aren't they all coughing and sneezing into their elbows? We'll do our best, and uh, you can do your work as well of working with what arises around it. So we all have a good intention around it. But it's a good reminder. It's a good reminder. I have to stay long enough to keep the cough there. Okay, so for the walking practice today, we're on the fourth full day of the retreat. We're in the, the, the... we could say the heart of the retreat, the central part of the retreat. Let the walking be a time for you to enjoy deepening. How to be committed, right? To, to, to do the groundwork and have a light touch and remember what brings you here and what you want to find out and study. You know, the only, the only forum of study is this living 
encounter with this immediate moment, this one. Not that one, not that one, it's this one that's rather vivid and here. It's this sort of, uh, that we keep wanting to duck away from because sometimes it feels a little too much to be here or there's things to feel or it's just unfamiliar. Right? But that's our gateway for what we love, actually. So enjoy the walking. Stop when you need to stop. Um, you know, pause, check out what's happening in the minds. I just say, oh, wow, look, there's that place where I've just kind of built that whole tree. Wow. Right, there it is. That, and there's nothing wrong with building the tree. The seeing of it is what starts to give joy to the heart. The seeing of our entanglement, even, is where the heart kind of goes, oh, wow, the refuge is in the seeing. And the more we keep faith with that, the more we see. So, um, yeah, enjoy the experiment. And I think my husband has one more thing to say. <laughs> when you're finished. When I'm finished. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's, I'm finished. <laughs> what I just also realized is that with the practice leaders and thank you very much for offering that it may be that one of us realizes is that we, there's something we actually need to say at the end of the sitting and if so we'll come in but we're just sitting here and you're still leading the sitting and finishing the sitting and then we'll say what we have to say so if the people in group <clears throat> is that accurate? <laughs> <laughs> You've got it there as well, I think. This is it, isn't it? Wednesday. It day. is, it's A, B, and C. Okay, if they'd like to go first. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.